A city in Japan figures in our geo-quiz today. So does ping pong. First, the Japanese city. It's got three million people and looks out on the Pacific Ocean. It's located on Honshu Island, and it's a major industrial port that competes with Tokyo, Osaka, and Kobe. This capital of Aichi Prefecture was once a center of Japan's aircraft industry. U.S. bombers attacked it during World War II, devastating much of the city. Today, the city is home to Japan's automotive industry. Toyota's Lexus brand and Mitsubishi are headquartered there. And this Japanese city also played a key role in shaping U.S.-China relations. Something happened in the city in 1971, which was the catalyst for ping-pong diplomacy. Remember that? We'll tackle the politics of table tennis and get to the answer in just a few minutes. We're going to take a few minutes now to remember Chinese ping-pong player Zhuang Zidong. He died yesterday at the age of 73. Zhuang was the Chinese player who started the famous ping-pong diplomacy episode in the 1970s. You remember ping-pong diplomacy? It's what led to Richard Nixon's famous opening to China and his historic trip there. U.S. table tennis historian Tim Boggan remembers the era well. In 1971, Boggan traveled with the American team to the World Table Tennis Championships in Nagoya, Japan. Zhuang Zidong was there with the Chinese team. Boggan says ping-pong diplomacy started after a top American player missed the team bus one day. Well, it all started when Glenn Cowan, our sort of hippie opportunist, was practicing with the English player Trevor Taylor and... Glenn, when he came out, there was no bus in sight for him. Strangely enough, a Chinese waved to Glenn to come board the Chinese bus. Now, what's interesting is who had the authority to do this? It wasn't Chuang Zedong himself, but somebody. And I mean, the repercussions that were going to follow were just incredible. There would be reporters waiting for that bus to get back, and when the American is seen with them, I mean, my God, that is going to be tremendous news. This was in Nagoya, in Japan. This was in Nagoya. And while they're on the bus, Zhuang Zetong gave Glenn a gift. He took the authority to do this. Some said he shouldn't have interceded. But anyway, this started it. So now, the next day, Glenn gives Zhuang a gift. And, of course, the news people are all over this. When Mao, the story goes, when Mao sees this photo, he decides to allow the U.S. into China. Heretofore, he was not going to. This is Zhuang Zetong's story. My understanding, maybe this is all wrong, that when the American players went to China in 71, they kind of got their clocks cleaned by the Chinese ping-pong players. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were late 20s in the ranking, late 20s in the men's. So, I mean, when we went to China and played them friendship matches, I mean, they could have cleaned our clock, as you put it. But instead, they made it somewhat close. I think seven, four matches, seven for Chinese, four matches for the U.S. But it was all very symbolic, you know, a historic occasion where everybody is on his or her good behavior. There's just no doubt about it. Right. So how then does historic groundbreaking diplomacy emerge from a moment that could have been humiliating? 
Oh, well, it was before that. It was when we went to China, everybody knew that we're not going to play ping pong. We're going, you know, it's a symbolic gesture of friendship, which, of course, is going to be built upon in the next 40 years. Particularly, the Chinese want to keep up this ping pong diplomacy. So we've been to China a couple of times. They've been to the U.S. rather recently in San Francisco and at the Nixon Library. It's just perpetuated for all these years. And the strange thing about it is, Glenn and Zhuang were never really in any way buddy-buddy. Mm. I mean, they hardly saw one another. But they serve as this symbolic twosome, and it's being built on year after year, decade after decade. Tim, what is your favorite memory of Zhuang? My favorite memory of him is in 1993, years later, when he came as a guest to the U.S. Open, and I interviewed him. One question we asked was, could a player, did he have to start in a really kind of correct way to be a great player? And uh, Zhuang is armed with all kinds of little sayings and so forth, so he gave an analogy. A tree grows wild, and it can grow and grow and, you know, grow pretty well, but it's not like the tree that grows in the garden that's cared for from the beginning by a caretaker gardener. Interesting. And you know, the one who starts with the right strokes is the one who grows into the great player. Table tennis player and historian Tim Boggan helping us to remember the hero of ping-pong diplomacy, Zhuang Zidong. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. And you heard Tim say it earlier, Nagoya, Japan is where ping-pong diplomacy was born, which makes Nagoya the answer to our geo-quiz today.